I don't see a full season of health here. I, I just, it's so hard to think that that is actually possible. He has a lot of pressure on him because if he doesn't do well, like you said, it could be, it could mean the end of his Yankee career. It could mean, you know, he's closer to the end of his overall baseball career. You are locked on Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making us your first listen every day. I'm Stacey Gonsoulias. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. New customers, join today and you'll get $150 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. With me as always is my producer, Steve Granato. Steve, what's going on? Hey, what's up, Stacey? What's up, everybody? We got... A whole bunch of things, like we always do. When have we not had a jam-packed show? Here on today's Locked On Yankees, guys, uh, we got just a bunch of general updates from spring training. What this first weekend of games is going to look like, uh, an update from Jason Dominguez, an update on minor league or MLB.tv, a whole bunch of things we need to get to. Uh, there also was an article on Austin Wells in The Athletic. We wanted to break down and talk about his legitimate chances of making the opening day roster, if there are legitimate chances. We'll get to that later. Stacey Giancarlo Stanton, the slimmer, new and improved, million-dollar, multi-million-dollar man, yeah. uh, showed up to spring training slimmer doing the best shape of my life thing and uh has been a little bit of the talk here over the last couple of days uh, you know since position players uh showed up here to to tampa yeah. your overall thoughts on giancarlo stanton being a little skinnier losing a little bit of weight yeah apparently changing his approach and all that kind of stuff yeah it's one thing to hear that someone has trimmed down but when you see the pictures you're like, whoa, he really did trim down, especially when there were pictures of him and Judge standing next to each other. And usually they look exactly alike. They're both, you know, like superhero type builds. And he's not that anymore. He's not that thin, but compared to what he used to look like, there's a it's a stark difference. Yeah, he's definitely thinner. Uh, he has not disclosed how much weight he has lost. And according to ESPN and what he has told to reporters that he that was a mutual decision uh, between the Yankees, presumably the Yankees and himself, whatever, both camps, whatever, mutual that uh, he should lose some weight. Is that the problem? I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a doctor, so I'm not going to pretend to be one. I just right. don't know how much of an effect that's going to have. But just you're, you're you gave me your general thoughts, but just heading into spring training here. We've kind of already talked about how this spring training feels a little bit different than it did last season. The vibes are definitely much better than they were at this time last year. Um, some of this is contributing to it. Obviously, the Carlos Rodon stuff is contributing to that. Um, just kind of the pitching staff is contributing to that as, as a whole with the health and all that kind of stuff. But when it comes to Stanton, when it comes to offense, um, of course, with, with Soto in there, you're, you're happy about that. But when it comes to Stanton and his projectability here this season, we have both said that this is kind of a big year for Giancarlo Stanton and where his future, not only with the Yankees, but in baseball is like his career at yep. this stage. I'm super, super cautious and skeptical about the new and improved Giancarlo Stanton. Look, I'm not rooting against him, but I, I just don't want to get my hopes up here. That's understandable. I'm, 
I'm hopeful that he'll be better in 2024 than he was in 2023. Um, but I'm not completely sold yet, but I'm more on the hopeful side that he's going to be better and that the changes he's making are going to help him stay healthy and hopefully, um, you know, contribute to the lineup. You know, it is a make or break year for him, but I also feel like the addition of Soto also takes, okay, there's two things. The addition of Soto takes some of the pressure off of him, at least in regards to the Yankees lineup. But personally, he has a lot of pressure on him because if he doesn't do well, like you said, it could be, it could mean the end of his Yankee career. It could mean, you know, he's closer to the end of his overall baseball career. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, of course. Like, I, I I have little faith, unfortunately. I, I think <laughs> I'm a little, maybe I'm a little too cynical about this. Mm. Look, what I like to see Giancarlo Stanton hitting bombs left and right, of course. Like we that's what baseball's for, man. That's what we're all here to watch and what we're all here to do. It's just it's, it's I it's hard to envision a future where that makes sense and where you're going to get that back. It's like it's like trying to repair a relationship, like a romantic relationship, when you already know it's too far gone. Mm. Like you are still looking back on. The like, oh, the first year of our relationship was so good. And I maybe, maybe she'll get back to that again. Maybe she'll be that way again. Maybe she'll love me that way again. But you know, in your heart of hearts, that that outcome is so, so far. And that's kind of where I'm coming at here is look, I know it hasn't been too long since Stanton hit like 30 whatever bombs and great, but like, I don't see a full season of health here. I just, it's so hard to think that that is actually possible. See, I'm thinking about A-Rod in 2015, coming back from the suspension, coming back from the hip. He turned 40 that season and he still hit 33 home runs. And I'm hoping that maybe in some way 2024 is like the last blip for Giancarlo Stanton, like on the hospital machine, the last blip before everything starts going south. Like I'm kind of hoping he gets that like resurgence and then maybe fall off after 2024. Like I'm kind of hoping, you know, maybe this new body of his won't um, make it so he hits 40 to 50 home runs, but maybe he's going to hit more doubles and, you know, just be a more productive hitter. Would you, I mean, that would be okay, right? He doesn't need to hit. 40 bombs to be a contributor to the team. Yeah, of course, because if they anticipated to hit 40 bombs, they wouldn't have traded for Juan Soto. Right. They wouldn't have had a, had a need to do so. Right. Right. Like you can see how they constructed this roster and you can see what the Yankees front office. And you've also heard what the Yankees mm. front office thinks of Giancarlo Stanton. Like I'm, I'm not going to mince words. I think they think he's washed. I yeah. think they're pretty much at the stage where they're going like, we will take whatever we can get out of him. But we have to have a plan in place because this is not sustainable to allow this guy to get X amount of at-bats a year because we just can't anticipate him producing, let alone staying healthy. And it's just it's it's an unfortunate situation because, you know, the talent, you mm -hmm. know what he can do, you know what he has done. It's just like it's the question of just like, where is that guy? Is he still in there? And that's a question that. He has to answer this year. And again, I, I think it really is going to hinge there on whether he continues to be a major league baseball player. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree I, with that. 
he has so many issues. He's just had so many issues. Obviously, he's coming off the worst year of his career. Like, it's not even close. Oh, yeah. Um, there were some numbers. There's an ESPN article that we got some of this information from. But his um, strikeout rate was 29.9%, which aligns with the rest of his Yankees career. So that wasn't really anything strange for him. But he had a lot of trouble hitting four seamers. And we talked about it. We talked about how slow he looked at the plate in 2023 swinging at balls that he would normally crush 450 feet um used to average above 300 against four seamers and in 2023 he only hit 200 against four seamers that's a big dip massive difference and apparently 30 percent strikeout rates only matter if you are not a Stevan florio <laughs> just, just gonna throw that out there um <laughs> still i don't know stace i'm super skeptical here i i'm just i i want to be hopeful like you are i i just don't see it i just don't see it and like i i hope that the yankees are aggressive here because of how all in they have to be this season because of the situation that they put themselves in yeah they have to be aggressive with the designated hitter spot it's not stands that that's where i'm coming from that is not his spot anymore it can't right. be you, you just, <laughs> what are you doing? If yeah. you want Soto to stick around, you got to go all in here, dude. Like if you want to get your best foot forward and trying to resign a generational talent, then go out and do it. Don't, don't go halfway. You got to dive in. And, and I hope they do here because that's what it's supposed to be as a Yankee, right? As, as the Yankees, you're supposed to do that. You're supposed to be good. So they have to kind of go out and do it. Like they have tools in order to make themselves good. And, and the promise is there, but it, it's to be told or, or to be seen if they're going to actually go out and put their money where their mouth is. Yeah. The good thing is there are other options for DH if he doesn't do well, because you have a bunch of guys who can now that they've done moves in the off season, you have guys who can play the outfield. Like maybe Trent Grisham isn't going to hit 30 home runs, but you can put him out in center field and have Aaron judge DH and then have Verdugo Grisham Soto outfield. So, I mean, there are options there if Stanton, you know, doesn't perform uh, at least there's that, that helps. But yeah, no, I understand. I, I agree with the all in thing. I mean, if you're really all in, you have to make sure that everyone is doing well. And if they're not. Cutthroat, man. Gotta be cutthroat. And look, yeah. I don't want to mince words here. I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting yeah. for him. Don't don't get me wrong here. Just because I'm skeptical doesn't mean I'm against Giancarlo Stanton. I'm rooting right. for him. A good Giancarlo Stanton's not only good for the Yankees, it's good for baseball. It's just good for the sport. We need a guy like that. Just do. Uh, let us know how you're feeling about this stuff in the comment section. Of course, reply to that pinned comment as well to get your questions in. You're running out of time for Fan Mail Friday. It's already Wednesday, guys. So get that question in here. Reply to that pinned comment. You can also join the Lockdown Yankees Insiders Club as well to guarantee an answer. There's more info in the episode description and, of course, a 14-day free trial as well. All right. When we come back, Austin Wells, is he going to make the opening day roster? Does he have a chance? Let's discuss that next. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. 
Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more. And by the way, in those parlays, you can bet on someone to score 10, 20, or even 30 points in a game. You can bet on three-pointers. There's a whole bunch of stuff you can do. The Knicks and Nets return to action on Thursday night. They're both on the road. They're both slightly underdogs and just or not just because and because we're a baseball podcast your 2024 Yankees are the favorite to win the AL East Aaron Judge is leading the regular season home run leaderboard he's just ahead of Matt Olson of the Braves it's not 60 home runs it's around 45 home runs so visit fanduel.com slash locked on and shoot your shot FanDuel official partner of the NBA Back here on today's Locked On Yankees. Don't forget to check out Locked On Sports Today 24-7 streaming YouTube channel. Check it out. Top stories every day from the best shows. Again, that's Locked On Sports Today. Stace Austin Wells got a little feature in this athletic article. We're going to leave uh, links to things in the episode description like we always do. Uh, that athletic article, you guys already know. You got to pay for it. But that's how she rolls. Um, Stacy, 2024 could be a big year for Austin Wells. I'm not putting Austin Wells in like rookie of the year watch yet. I, I don't think I'm there yet. We'll see how it progresses. I am very curious how this spring training looks for him. Where would you put his chances right now in leapfrogging Ben Rortvet? I know the name that I'm not supposed to utter and the name that everyone thinks he doesn't exist. He does. And he's very much, very much in the running to be the second catcher. Uh, but just your thoughts on the Rortvet versus Wells conversation. I feel more confident now that Wells has a chance to leapfrog him now. I said now too many times there, didn't I? Yes. Yes. Just from some of the things that they were saying and uh, Cole talking about Wells and, you know, knowing that he's going to be catching uh, Cole and yeah, I feel like, I feel like they're in on Austin Wells. Do you think that's smart? Do you think he should leapfrog Ben Rortfett at this stage? Look, projectability is one thing. Right. Fine. I, I can see that. The bat, yes. I understand. Left-handed, yes. I know. Look, I get baseball, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> but at this stage, is it wise? We know that Austin Wells had been working on his defense over the offseason, and apparently it was a market improvement here for him heading from October or September to now. Great. Wonderful. I'll, let me see it first before I take everybody's word for it. Right. But yeah, like I've been saying that Rortvet has had the leg up this whole time because mm-hmm. that's just how it's been to now. And a lot of people, like I've said on the show a hundred times, think I'm insane for saying <laughs> those things. Mm-hmm. But I, I still stand pat at that. I think Austin Wells has to prove himself here. I don't oh, yeah. think he's the default selection for the number two spot in the big leagues right now. I think he still has to go out and prove it. Oh, sure. Yeah, I, I think... I agree with that. He needs to prove it. But if he does, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's Trevino, Wells, and Rortvet. I think Wells and Rortvet are like right neck and neck right now. I just really feel like the Yankees are looking at Wells as their not quite shiny new toy, but I feel like they're happy with how Volpe did in 2023. And yes, he needs to improve on some things, but I think they're hoping that Austin Wells kind of has the same kind of season where it's not bad, you know, and not, you know, not um, rookie of the year type. There's so many guys who could be rookie of the year, 
But I feel like, I don't know, I feel like he has the inside track because he's the prospect that everyone's been, you know, they've been watching him since he was drafted. And I feel like Rortvet coming over in a trade, you know, I feel like Wells has kind of a leg up in that sense, just from the Yankee side. I think I would feel better about it, about his opportunities, about his chances, and just uh, his overall progression as a ball player if he were healthy all last year. Yeah, because that that, that threw a wrench into the system. I yeah. think had he not had that rib problem last year at spring training, missed all that time, remember he missed pretty much all of spring, mm -hmm. uh, and then didn't return to like a month into the season. So if that didn't happen and he had a full healthy year, then I'd be like, okay, yeah, I think he has a legitimate, legitimate shot. Not that I'm saying he doesn't have an actual shot, but like yeah. again, he has to prove it. I think he would have to prove it a little bit less. He probably would have had a, an easier transition to the big leagues uh, when he did get called up in September. Like, obviously, he had a really rough time, especially to start. It got a little bit better over the last couple of games, uh, which you know, no knock, obviously, <laughs> but like it, it wasn't like he got there. It wasn't like Jason Dominguez, right? When right. Jason Dominguez showed up, be like, wow, okay. Not that I was like doubting him at all but it, it was more like a, okay so this is maybe a thing <laughs> and yeah. for austin wells it was like uh let's let's cook this a little bit longer it's like you, you pulled it out chicken's got to be at 160 and it was like at 145 you're like i'm gonna put it in for five more minutes it's also well, not like, fair to wells either because of what dominguez did the first yeah. time you know like that was just like austin wells was probably sitting there going oh man like this is cool for him but oh <laughs> yeah yeah and <laughs> Look, it would be another thing. It's like, oh, he's a defensive wizard behind the plate. You know, like, oh, right. my gosh, he's, he's right. Adley Rushman. He's JT Real Muto or whatever. You know, that kind of thing. Be like, okay, well, then he's here for his defense. That's cool. But yeah. it was like, you can't have semi-negative on both sides. True. True. So that's what at I least, at. at least now, you know, because he's already ahead this year because he doesn't have a fractured rib and every yes. all signs point to him being healthy. So this, that'll also be a leg up on uh last year for him and you know maybe with a full spring training he'll show them that hey maybe we should bring him to new york and not start him down in scranton speaking of leg up how about having a leg down remember <laughs> trevino's calf is injured he yeah. has that calf strain he's supposed to miss quote a few the first few weeks of spring training games so that should that turn into a little bit longer renders this entire conversation moot yep. because then he is, then he's the default number two because Rortvet would be the default number one at that point. Mm -hmm. Like I don't see a world where Trevino, if Trevino misses opening day, Austin Wells is catching more than Ben Rortvet at that stage. I don't necessarily buy into that. Again, this is under the auspice of let's say he has a fine spring training, not like this miraculous six, 50 average spring training you know like yeah. if all that happens again that renders this conversation moot as well but mm -hmm. yeah we're gonna have to let it play out right we're gonna have to let it play out even if he does make the opening day roster that doesn't even guarantee that he sticks you right like that we we focus a lot and maybe we're at fault for this too like everybody focuses a lot on opening day roster but that opening day roster changes game two often it did last year Literally, yeah. the roster changed by the second game of the season last year. Yeah. So it could totally change after opening day. So don't put too much stock into who is opening day. And again, well, we should practice what we preach here because we pay a lot of attention to what opening day rosters look like. But it's a marathon, not a sprint. And 
the roster is going to change, whether that includes Wells or not. It's going to change. He'll be up in the majors this year. Like it's it's going to happen in all likelihood. Oh yeah. But yeah. it just depends on whether he sticks, when, and how they use him. So, uh, let us know how you're feeling about that in the comment section. Like we always ask you, Stacey, do you have anything else? No. No, you just look like you're about to say something. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, we have a whole bunch of other updates we have from spring training, just some odds and ends, uh, including a preview of our first games already here coming up in a couple of days. So we're going to talk about that next. If you're looking for tickets for just about anything, check out the app Game Time. Steve has used Game Time basically all last baseball season, and he still uses them for hockey tickets, and he absolutely loves how easy it is. It's easier than dealing with Ticketmaster, where they have all those hidden fees, which is frustrating every time. Game Time is the fastest and easiest way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and shows near you. There's no baseball for just about a month, but there's hockey and basketball, and Game Time has deals on tickets right up to just moments before your event starts and even an hour after it starts. It's the place to find last-minute seats. Find exclusive flash deals and sponsored deals on tickets for basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDON for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Final segment here on this Wednesday edition of Locked On Yankees. Stacy, some updates from Brian Hoke, some updates from Tampa, Florida. Maybe an update I wasn't anticipating at all, really. Jason Dominguez is throwing. That's pretty, I wouldn't say soon, but again, I wasn't really anticipating anything. Uh, so Jason Dominguez has been throwing from 60 feet, which is not nothing. Obviously, uh, the Tommy John surgery here a couple of months ago, but uh, yeah, he's already throwing, Stace. That's unbelievable to me. I mean, I know he's not a pitcher, but it's still just to think that these guys have elbow surgeries and it's it's a pretty interesting. If you've never read The Arm by Jeff Passan, I highly recommend it because I didn't know what went into Tommy John surgeries. And it's brutal. it's amazingly it, it's it's brutal. It's intricate. And there's a reason why you can't have too many of them because there's not enough room on your elbow for them to do what they need to do. So it's just unbelievable to me. I just don't want them to rush him back too quickly. You know, they don't need to, and it's good that he's making this progress. I just want him to be careful. But this is, I mean, you know, it was such a blow when the news came out that he needed because of what we spoke about in the last segment about how he just burst onto the scene literally and was like, oh my gosh, like, wow, this guy's the real deal. And then days later, we get the news that he needs Tommy John. So this is good. This is more stuff that makes Yankee fans excited in spring training because you have this to look forward to for him to return summer. So a brain, a thought just hit my brain. There might be a, a, an alternate timeline out there mm. where Jason Dominguez doesn't need Tommy John and the Yankees don't, don't. trade for Juan Soto. Right. I, I just put that together in my head. Like had he continued at that pace in September, they may have never pulled the trigger on Juan Soto. Oh, no, definitely not. No. So just throwing that out there. Thought thought just in my brain. Um, more update for him. They're hoping he can start swinging the bat by Monday. 
Monday start swinging the bat. Usually it happens the other way. <laughs> Usually yeah. start swinging, swinging and then start throwing, but that's besides the point. There was also something weird. So Brian Hoke put out a, a Twitter video. He does his little Twitter videos, right? I don't know if he misspoke, but he said that April at the earliest? April? Dominguez? Yeah, he said April. I watched it back three times. He said April. Um, he was supposed to be back in June or July. Like that, that was the timeline. So I, right. I, don't know what, I don't know what back means. I don't know if that's like live BP. I don't know if that's like. I don't know. I feel like, like back scrimmages. means. I don't know. I feel like back means back. I mean, are they expecting? Well, I mean, how quickly did Bryce Harper return? Like he. Pretty quick. Returns pretty fast. quickly. Right. He was very fast. Yeah. But early, uh, early April seems too early. For me. Way too early. Yeah, so I, I think he may have misspoken. I don't want to put that too far out into the universe. Yeah, <laughs> he, he may have misspoken there. I'm not 100 on that. Yeah, uh, but yeah, we, we he still listed June, July on MLB.com. Just throwing that out there too. Um, Stacey, we also have a little bit of a look at the rotation here for this weekend. This weekend, baseball. This weekend. Uh, yeah, Saturday <laughs> anticipated Luis Heel is going to start the opener of spring training. Uh, they're on the road to face off with the Tigers in Lakeland. And then mm -hmm. they have a Sunday split squad. Of course, we're going to talk about all the stuff that we see here over the weekend on Monday's episode. But uh, Sunday have a split squad. Uh, Carlos Rodon is going to take the ball against Toronto. And then Marcus Stroman will be the other side on the road in Clearwater to face off with the Phillies. So we'll get that'll be on. Yes, by the way. Rodon. Oh, cool. Yeah, the Rodon game will be on. Yes, it's their first game of the season. Perfect. Uh, mm -hmm. So we'll obviously can follow like the app ad app and stuff like that to, to see how it is and Hulk and everybody and Phillips and all of them. Right. So, <laughs> well, we'll keep our eye on that for you guys. Don't put too much stock into first outings of the year. Don't put too much stock into Luis heel, especially because he's yeah. coming back from injury. So like give him some time to cook a little bit. Um, but Stace, our first, our first games of the weekend, this, here we go. It's, it's I'm underway. just excited. I'm just excited to see them in their, new awful uniforms and you know playing baseball even if and the you know, new guys boring are, hats and the yeah uh, yeah yeah gosh the this, hats dude this Some isn't this isn't too boring but <laughs> no stacy for the audio people are showing showing off their hat uh yeah just gosh some of the hats i like the phillies one just throwing that out there so you'll see the phillies oh one. yes yeah yeah, yeah. Like, like there are some good ones for spring but there training. are some like like i bought it at ross type hats <laughs> You're like, what's going on here, guys? Come on. Let me do a little bit better with these. Uh, anyway, one more update we have for you from spring training. I got an email the other day, and I just wanted to make sure everybody uh, was aware of it. Maybe you went to your spam. If you are an MLB TV subscriber, they are set to auto-renew your subscription February 28th, right around there. They said around February 28th, so give, a, give or take a couple of days. I don't know how it works here because, obviously, they're going to be playing games before then. Mm. So can we watch those games? I don't know. Besides the point, February 28th at or around is what my email said. Maybe you got the same email. I'm an MLB TV subscriber, have been for a long time, um, especially that's how I watch Yankees games. As you guys already know, every day is already know that. But yeah, just be wary. This is a PSA. If you see a hundred and whatever bucks taken out of your account here in the next couple of days, just be wary that, uh, yeah, it was MLB TV. That's and always fun when that happens. And you're like, wait, what just happened? And then you yep. check, you're like, oh, right. I forgot about that. Yeah. You're okay. like, oh yeah. What do you mean? That's not free. Come on. Mm -hmm. uh, also from on the MLB TV front, I don't know how this took so long, Stacey, but split screen and like up to four, four games at once is coming to Apple TV, 
Google TV and Roku. Oh, see, I used to, yeah, when I was doing weekend shifts for ESPN 10 years ago, I would have MLB TV on my computer and I'd do the four screens because I had to yes. pay attention to every game and figure out what stories were, you know, the ones I needed to write about. And to have that on my TV would be so awesome. Why did it take this long? TV is the know. biggest screen and it's the last one to get split screen. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's odd, especially with how big TVs are now. You know, um, I remember 15 years ago seeing a 52 inch TV for the first time in my life and thinking, wow, that's giant. And now people have literal walls that are TVs. So yeah. why, why did it take so long? I don't get I don't, it. I don't understand. Uh, a word to the wise, at least it happened towards the end of last year. You can also on the TV side split screen with uh, game day. So you can see pitch information, which I love loved doing. I, loved I liked doing that last year. I like that on the Apple TV games. I know a lot of people had complaints about the Apple TV and everything else, but I liked being able to see the, the box score in the game. Like the I I like that. I thought that was cool. Yeah. So that option was there last year. I assume it'll be back. They always update the app like every right before spring and all that kind of stuff. So you'll probably have an app update and you'll have the the TV app update and all that. So just be ready for all that kind of stuff. Here it comes. Um, I don't know when. I'm just conjecturing at this point. I don't have any official press release or anything like that. So and again, check your bank accounts. Make sure you have enough money for the <laughs> you got enough in there. <laughs> Make sure you got enough in there. Um, Stacy, <laughs> what do we got coming up on tomorrow's show? The captain, Aaron Judge spoke to the media and he had some interesting things to say about certain um body parts <laughs> got a little injury update for you from aaron judge uh, we're gonna yeah. break that down on tomorrow's show and that's gonna do it for today's episode of lockdown yankees i'm steve granado and i'm stacy gotsoulias we will see you tomorrow